right, welcome back to another episode of Pewology. This is a show where the people in the pews get to weigh in, and we've been talking recovery um, here in the season at the church where we've been comparing the place where the AA Big Book and my Big Book, the B-I-B-L-E, cross paths. The original Big Book. The original. The OG. The OG Big Book. Well, yeah. actually, well, that isn't even the Torah is the OG Big Book. That's yeah. the, but do you know what's OG. crazy? Whatever you Google Big Book, it literally only pulls up the Big Book of Alcoholics Anonymous. Does it? Dude, yeah. are you trying? I Google it all the time. Are, are you trying? Yeah, because that's that's Google. Like, if you, that's, that's the algorithm for you, bro. Okay. All right, you Google it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, gee, minute, yeah. Who knows what comes up if I Google it? All right. So we've been on step nine. Really, we're finishing. We, we talked a little bit about nine last time. We're really talking nine and 10. So nine is made a direct amends. Um, to such people, whenever possible, except when to do so would injure them um, or others. And then uh, 10 is continue to take personal inventory and when we were wrong, promptly admit it. So they're, those two are related. So we figured we just – since we finished 8, we really didn't get to talk about 9, but we need to get into 10. We're in that window. We're really talking about all three. So okay. you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But I'd like to ask this. Have you ever decided like – can you remember or have you decided like, oh, I'm not even going to try to make that amend. It would hurt them. Definitely. As a yeah. matter of fact, that kicker over there, if unless it hurts them, is a really broad term yeah. that we can, you know. That I had we so can... many questions when I read it the first time. I was like, yeah. That would yeah. you could get out of a lot with that, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Now <laughs> you're thinking like an attorney, hurt. right? <laughs> whenever it says whenever it would injure them or others, you're not part of the others. So if it's going to hurt you. Okay. Okay. So yeah, you don't count. Rule number one. You don't count. Doesn't matter if it hurts you. Yeah, you're out. Okay. It's yeah. going to hurt a little yeah, it's bit. Gonna it hurt. should hurt yeah. a little bit. Yeah. You should Facing be, your own you crap be, has yeah. to hurt. Yeah. You should yeah. be cringing your teeth sometimes. Okay. You know, we're Bite cleaning on the side of the street. But basically. what would you consider hurting others? Oh, cheating on your wife, first and foremost, is an easy example. Whoa. Right? Do you do, if you had cheated on your wife okay. in the past, but you're so, together mm-hmm. and the relationship is good, but you want to clean your side of the street. Okay. Do you go to her and, hey, baby, three years ago, remember when we so were- So you would opt out of not saying- No. Well, see, there's no so, hard and fast rule about so, it. So there's no hard right? and fast rule. And, and yes, so you, I would opt out of- uh, <laughs> I'm but you personally. I'm going to need some guidance from someone like a sponsor. All right, so this is what I, I would know. say, all right? Okay. He tells but you. That's the classic He tells example. you he's not telling his spouse so, that three when, years ago. You don't, way, baby, you don't. If you're listening to this, this is not. <laughs> we're not talking about any particular incident. We're just uh, using it as an example. This is an example. A classic example. This is hypothetical. A classic example. Yeah, it's very he's, classic. He's covering was, his that tracks. That was my first thought. It was my yeah. honestly my first thought was as he muddies the road, he covers his tracks. Because <laughs> I can't tell you how many times people I have that conversation with somebody. Yeah. I Will can't. it do any good, Pastor? They're like, right. Pastor, so, I had this crazy night, and we, yeah. Yeah, and I didn't yeah. mean it, and I love my wife. Should 100%. I be honest with her? And the and the answer from from our program is, you know, so the, you the better ask somebody and pray about it, and and right. seek, you know, either higher guidance or right. even higher guidance through the people in our lives, right. to get the answer. There's no hard and fast rule for this one, but Axel wants to say something. Okay, what would be your advice? Your sp- your sponsee comes to you. He's like, I smoffed some girl three years ago, but my wife doesn't know about it. You I what? feel horrible. You what? Some girl? It was all so, related. Shmoff. It was all related to. Uh- <laughs> it's all what is subjectable to me. So what? What was in, in my own experience with this? Okay, I was. I didn't have a wife, but I had a girlfriend, and I was with um, other people at the same time as I was with her. Okay, and. When I gotta I, tell you, that's apples and oranges. You know, I thought it was that ain't cool. A wife, look, look. It's, wife is different not, level, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not. But for the sake of the argument, for a minute, let's just okay, let's, let's just let's pretend. hear that. Like, we're hearing you. Let's okay. pretend it's uh, my wife. All right. <laughs> okay. Um, for one, you can't mention the other person. Who what you, do you mean? So, like, if I cheated. You don't tell the other person who you cheated with. No. Well, bro. Well, there's no bro, clear directions about welcome that. Welcome to I mean, the world of reality. Okay. Her first question is going to be who. Who? Yeah, and yeah. What are you going to say? Well, I mean, that's I can't tell you that. Yeah, well, you know, now you're creating <laughs> more damage. You know? <laughs> that is going to be your response. And literally, Wait, it, the it, big book says that we can't bring into anybody else. That's why, like, if... Uh, that's why there's a lot of prayer and meditation to come in. I can't tell you 
what I would do. I would tell you what in prayer and meditation tells me, all right, so what should I do about this matter? And whatever God tells me to do, that's what I do. So I would tell my sponsee, I don't know what to do in this situation. So you go and pray and you ask God what to do. Well, okay. So let's. this is interesting because this is a world where a bunch of things collide. So let me just tell you what. Let me tell you what the industry standard would be. From the pastor business? From from professional counselors. Okay. And from divorce care and from affair care. Like affair care. Believe it or not, that's, that's a, a whole thing. realm. There's that's a, a whole realm. Affair care? Yes. That's uh, a reality. Really? Like right? you'd like dial up one eight hundred I had an affair and uh, they, plenty and they of, like plenty have a whole of system for website you. groups, social media groups that connect, all that kind of stuff. Okay, right? Cool. The industry standard would be in an affair, specifically in a marriage. That you admit everything. Like if you're, if you're going to pursue reconciliation, nothing can, nothing is off the Even table. who wait, you wait. did it with? Yes. But wait, when you say pursue times, reconciliation. Where, what was like. Yeah, but what if, what if but, your wife that's predicated that on, Sorry, that's predicated on reconciliation, meaning yes. th- there's already, yes. it's been disclosed that's already. That's fair. All right, we're at that's that fair. point, which I know you did something, yes. you busted. Yes. Now you got to come you gotta clean. You got to come clean. It's a total clean. You can hold nothing but back. But what if you've yeah. never you been busted? Because you owe that to your partner. But yeah, what if I you think that would definitely be the right thing to do. What if yeah. he has 100%. no clue of what's going on and it happened five years ago? So that's the question. But you're still married. But you're still married. You married. If and you it, want to be married to that person yeah. and that person that person has the right then to ask what happened. But again, that's if you were talking about in this scenario that, we, that you just brought up, Axel. Yeah. If you've been married for five years and your wife found out that five years ago, or right. you know, married longer, but right. you, whatever, your wife found out that five years ago there was some infidelity. Right. It's obvious, yeah. If if she finds out, you might as well come totally clean. Yes. Out. Totally. I clean. would think that would be the standard. I think that is the standard, but we're talking about uh, something a little bit different. What if there is no disclosure? The wife doesn't know, or the husband okay. doesn't know. Okay. But the person but is working know. on a spiritual program right. that requires them to write these freedom, things right. down and then share it with another person. That, so would that fall into the category of, hey, if I tell them, where's the line between this is going to hurt me or it's going to hurt you? You know. Because that's hard to tell. That sometimes like, it's it'll hurt very both self, of you. It's very self-preservation not to tell her. Yeah. And and and, and the fact that you will be destroyed by this. <laughs> yes. Doesn't mean that, irrespective of that, she will be. You know, she yeah, will. She too. could get hurt too. So, so even though it falls in your favor not to say anything, right? You know, even though it There's falls in your favor, right it doesn't here. mean that it's Read a it. good idea. Read it. it says, what do you got, book, whatever, book boy? <laughs> whatever the situation, we usually have to do something about it. If we are sure our wife doesn't know, we should. You know, should we tell her? Not always. We think if she knows in a general way what that we have been wild. Should we tell her? In detail, undoubtedly, we should admit our fault. She may insist on knowing all the particulars. She she will want to know whom the woman is, um, and where she is. I definitely want to want to. She's Puerto this is Rican. Is she Puerto Rican? She's this want an address. Okay. She, she's we gonna will, want a full description and especially what car she's this driving. This what it so says. she can burn it. We feel we ought to say to her. That we have no right to involve another person. We are sorry for what we have done, and God willing, it shall not be repeated. More than that, we cannot do. We uh, we cannot. Hold on. We have no right to go further, though there may be unjustifiable unjustif- exceptions, and though we wish to lay down no rule of any sort, uh, any sort, we have found that this best course to take. They say that's all. One is designed for that living. Very open. It's open. It's just like <laughs> to yeah. a lot of interpretation. It literally says, but we can't involve the other person. Like we can't disclose who. That's why I said we don't tell them. It literally says we can't tell you. I would tell you this then. Like, 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 I was wild. To me. Like I was wild. I did some crazy things, and I was, I cheated on you. I can't tell you. What, like, I, I would don't. tell you that. I would tell you this. Look, if you're listening to this, just know this would be my. If you came to me and you were asking for pastoral advice, I would tell you point blank. If you're going to go back to your spouse, not a girlfriend, this is a person you have a marriage covenant with, you've built a life with, you have a kid with, you have a home with, you have debts with. If you're going to go back to your wife and tell her that you cheated, you have to expect that you're going to be disclosed everything. And if you're not, you know in advance you're not, oh. you should never tell her. 
Yeah, that's why it leaves it open like that. But but I have a question. You should die, and you sh- it should eat you from the inside out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. at, at some point, hey. have you been cheated on? <laughs> but I have a question hey. for you. Okay. Has any has has anyone ever come to you and said, "Pass the mic"? I haven't told my wife, and she doesn't know anything. But I want to get right with God, or I want to get right yeah. with my. I don't want to smoke power. crack anymore. And <laughs> I, and and here's what I did to my wife. Then what is your recommendation if there is no disclosure up until that point except to you? The wife doesn't know anything. Do you send them off and say, all right, do this? Or do you say, hey, you better pray about this one because Pastor Mike doesn't know? Uh, two things. Okay. Number one, my, my question is always, uh, it, you got to be honest with me, is this, is this a one-time thing or has this been a pattern in any way? I mean, multiple people. Okay, because that's a different deal. Because right. th- then that's a, we're talking about a real character defect. We're not yeah. talking about yeah. a situational thing. We're talking about you've repeated this. Yeah, you've started a pattern. The good only question. way to break the only way to break that pattern is total honesty oh, and total yeah. disclosure. Well, that's a, you've that's got a, a good question defect. to ask them. Yeah, I you didn't even think of that. But if you're if hey, this, like let me give you an example. This is crazy. This is just a true story. I got a buddy. He, bef- he got married. They were married for probably within the first year and a half of that marriage. He had an affair. They he stayed married, I think twenty years. He was into the marriage for twenty years. Became a believer inside of that twenty years. Became a person of faith. Went to his spiritual leader. Spiritual leader told the spiritual leader, "Hey, I had this affair way back in the day. Never disclosed. It always ate at me." Spiritual leader told him to go disclose. He disclosed. Boom! She dropped him. Divorce. <laughs> divorce. <laughs> oh no! Oh my and I god! I thought about the story and thought. <laughs> I'm not sure I would have told him to disclose. Is, is that. your so your friend is the is the uh, is the person? It's not the spiritual advisor. No, right? no. This I isn't... I would think I, I can't think of too many spiritual advisors that in that scenario with those details would be like yes, disclosure is the right. Thing. You would not have. You would have told him, hey, you know what? Let's just give this one to God and let's yes, protect the I wife. I think I would have had to. I would say you're going to do more damage to her. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Like at some point, you've got to weigh like. Is hey, it what helpful? Have I, yeah. What have, is this yeah. helpful at all? Right. Yeah. Right. 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 That's right. like so. Like the whole point of this is to be helpful. You know. So right. like that's why. And whenever I pray about it, I'm like, if it was never disclosed and then it's eating at me, I'm you like, ever had all right. Cheat on you? You ever cheat? Anybody ever cheat on you? Like a. I mean, I'm sure they like, have. I'm sure. <laughs> 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 I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure they have. But like where you knew about it and it became a thing. I don't like, want to know. No. Did I, have I ever had that particular? I mean, I was so – something like that happened. But I was so young. You know, I was like in my early 20s no, or late teens. It doesn't – you know. Like could you – how long you been married? Uh, we've been together for six years, married for about a year and a yeah, half. Yeah, I'm saying like if you – like now. Yeah. Uh, it's hard to even imagine because I have to deal with this day in and day out. Like I deal – I have a conversation about this once a day. The level of what betrayal goes that, that goes on in general, in, in the general in infidelity. Oh my god, bro! It is awful. I believe it. I'm telling you, man. It, whatever you think your reaction would be, I promise you, it's worse than you think it would be. You mean if it happened to me? Like if I, in my mind, I'm thinking to myself, well, because we we play this scenario all the time. My wife and I, we talk mm-hmm. about it, yeah, and you know, and. It's mostly a uh, it's mostly a funny conversation, yeah. you know. There's a lot of humor in it. Yeah. But when she asked me, well, what would you do? You know, what would you do yeah. if I if you caught me, you know, or if I came to you mm-hmm. and I disclosed to you that something was going on, and I told her, well, you know, I thought about it. and I'm like, well, you know, is it an ongoing relationship? Is this uh, a person that you have feelings for, or was this like you went out with your girlfriends one night and you had too much to drink? And you you made that kind of mistake, you know. There's yeah. there's a a distinction. But what you're saying is that no no matter what the distinction is, if it was a one night thing or the if she had an actual relationship with someone, I'd probably freak out no matter what. I wouldn't just sit back and be as judicious as well. Tell me about. I what think that's happened. true. What and, I no, I think what you just described is true. But I think what you described is a unicorn tell. Oh uh, yeah, like you mean the two choices, like like the once. The once in a blue moon, a or you're like the once. That's a unicorn. That doesn't happen. For that's the deal. We're sitting around men talking about this. So right. if you're the one getting cheated on, ninety nine point nine percent of the time, the scenario you described as a unicorn experience, women, what has to pre, pre a prerequisite for the physical is the emotional, right? 
That's going to happen they, first. They're not us. Right, right. We can walk out of this room, meet somebody that we've never spoken to ever before, never even have to have a conversation, and we can completely separate physicality and emotionality. I tell That's her that not all a woman. the time. That's not a woman. I tell her that all the time as a justification for, let me have a girlfriend because, hey, it won't mean anything. It would mean and nothing. And I swear. Mean, you know. I swear. A level, that's a joke there's conversation. There's a level baby. of that that's true. <laughs> but there, there's a weird level of that, that that's true, right? And, and the problem is women kind of know this. So the, the rules are almost completely different, right? right. To some extent, it, it's sad. I know everybody listening to this is like, oh my gosh, I can't believe the pastor's saying this. But there's a level of that that's true. I'm not saying that's true for everybody. It's a spectrum. In every situation, it's a spectrum, blah, 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 blah. But I'm telling you, you just described the unicorn experience, right? Yeah. There. Okay. Yeah. So that doesn't happen <laughs> for them. So it's 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 never happened to me to the extent where you know I was I was killed by it. You yeah. Know? That that's never happened. Brutal, to me. brutal, bro. Yeah. Sometimes don't recover. Yeah. The relationship can't recover because they can't get Sometimes over that. The guys don't recover. Just oh, yeah. completely don't recover. Yeah. 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 I mean, I would imagine that would change the whole dynamics of the relationship in that, like, you could just be sitting in a restaurant and the waiter comes over and the waiter and your wife share a smile over, you know, <laughs> that. And, imp- and uh, what the hell was that? And yeah. it just brings it right back. It brings you right back to that place. 100%. You know? Yeah. But in terms of this program, in terms of yeah. making amends, that kicker at the end, you know, so, unless somebody would yeah. be harmed in that. You know, that is totally up to interpretation. Yeah. And we figure that out as we go along. Is there another scenario where the like the harm factors come up before you guys before? Like another like pretty legal situation. I mean like maybe okay. you know, and like and, the the harms of um like when I disclosed me hitting my son when he was a baby. You know, like Okay, yeah. That makes sense. Like how is that helpful? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um you can also tie in there like um, certain legal actions. And I mean, some people like that's why it's all up to you and God and how free you re- actually really want to be. Yeah. You know, I got a, a, another true story. This true story. I got a buddy. Um, and I think I, I think I'm get the, I think I have these details right, too. Um, before he got married, he had like a one night like a one time, one night with an with an ex, right? He was in a significant relationship leading to marriage, not married yet. One night, one time with an ex. The ex later um, goes through a recovery program, not sure which one, mm-hmm. um, has to make amends. Ten years into that marriage, calls the guy's wife and t- says that she had done this. Wow. And, then, and what was the effect on the marriage? A year of hell. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> See, that's that's so wait, one that she, you should probably talk. She called absolutely. To, you know, like that, that appears to me like you, if you were doing the steps, like you didn't think that through. Like that was well, you didn't yeah. you didn't consult your sponsor either. Yeah. You just like oh, and, and that was a solely like, selfish. That was almost yeah, that was, that was a, yeah, that was almost dirty. There was, there was a selfish yeah. element, almost, that that self-centered was. element. <laughs> so that's know. why all of that is tied in there, tied into whether it would injure them or others. You know, like you have to take all of those into account. That's why you take that into prayer and meditation. And like, honestly, is it useful? Is it considerate? Mm -hmm. Like all those principles, I mean, all those principles lie from, come from being considerate. You know, like whenever we did the, in the fourth step, you talk, we write down our uh, ideal relationship, right? I dwindled all of my principles down to just being considerate because I have been inconsiderate in all of my relationships because inconsiderate ties into all of those things i i don't consider the other person like when i do certain things i do do certain things in consideration of how i feel in in that moment and i'm not thinking about the other person you know that's a good point about being inconsiderate but at this point in the program if you're legitimately on step nine and you're making amends at this point we've we've probably gotten to a place where we're not completely living on instinct anymore we have a pause yeah. We will speak to others. Yeah. We will get you have a the, prayer you know, life at some level. You're yeah. praying, you're thinking, you're meditating. Yes, 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 yeah. yes. And and so we've slowed it down. Yeah. And we've really asked for guidance and yeah. we really mean it. You're making wise choices, not just reactionary. Wiser. Choices. I mean, this is a program filled with idiots. You know, yeah. we're, we're all morons. No, but I, about you. I hear what you're saying. Like a lot of times it's not reactionary or instinct anymore. 
you're being thoughtful and at you, some you, level. When you start developing that that pause, yeah. a thoughtfulness mm-hmm. or consideration of others, when you start developing, you start realizing how inconsiderate, how much you lived on instinct, how selfish, how you, yeah, how yeah. selfish and self centered, and how what lack of awareness you had, you know, with up all of your point. behaviors up yeah. until you start getting That's better, fair. you know. And it's a practice, yeah. and you get better and better and better. And actually. Steps 10, 11, 12, what some people call the maintenance prayers, mm-hmm. is a little segue into step 10. Yeah. So like, you know, it says right here, it says, there are some wrongs we can never fully right. We don't worry about them if we honestly say to ourselves that we would write them if we could and some cannot be seen, you know? So like, we... I would think a lot of it, I, I would think it would apply to that rule or that suggestion, right? Would apply a lot with children. When we hurt children, in, well, in not just when you, like when our actions and our past to reveal them, to disclose them would hurt them in in the now, right? Like at yeah. what point? Do you, what point do you want to add insult to injury? Like if you're if you've been in an addictive pattern and you've let's say you you, you were you did a ten years of a, an addictive pattern and now you've got a fifteen year old who's yeah. who's lived through that right yeah you're like, describing my life yeah you, you I think you got to be pretty sensitive to like how much you want to disclose or make amends about especially details because then it's like dude you've already put them through a lot right yeah. to relive that in any way in details it, you'd have to be pretty yeah. judi- judicious and judicious thoughtful. is the right yeah. word yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, Should we and, say the nine step promises? What's the nine? Okay, hit me. You yeah, 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 yeah. The nine step promises? Yeah. Um, you should read them right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll read. So at this point, what's cool about this book and okay. this program is that they'll give you an idea of what you should be feeling if you're doing this program honestly okay. and earnestly. Of course, this isn't for everyone, but right. as a general rule, if you're doing everything honestly and earnestly, you know, each step has its own promises. For example, okay. uh, in the fifth step promises, by the time you've done your fifth step, you should seldomly think of of the drink, you know, like right. in other words, your obsession should mostly be relieved. You start, okay. to, have a, you know, you you start from, to have a spiritual experience yeah, okay. yeah. at step five. It literally talks about going from spiritual ideas to now having spiritual experiences. Now that's at step mm-hmm. five, right? Yeah. And that, that's definitely like, the case for me. I you, always you describe. You start to feel like you're walking hand in hand with your with your higher power yeah. on the broad, war, broad world. Broad highway. Yeah. Broad yeah. highway, whatever. Uh, but, um, but the step nine promises, this is read at almost every meeting. Okay. All right. And so I'll read it quickly. If we're painstaking about this phase of our development, we'll be amazed before we're halfway through. We're going to know a new freedom and a new happiness. We'll not regret the past nor wish to shut the door on it. So we've made peace with the past. We're good with it. We will comprehend the word serenity and we will know peace. That's a big one. No matter how far down the scales we have gone, we will see how our experience can benefit others. That feeling of uselessness and self-pity will disappear. We will lose interest in selfish things and gain interest in our fellows. Self-seeking will slip away. Our whole attitude and outlook upon life will change. Fear of people and economic insecurity will leave us. It doesn't say economic insecurity will leave us. Fear, Fear. of gotcha. economic insecurity of right. people will leave us. We will intuitively know how to handle situations which used to baffle us. We will suddenly realize that God is doing for us what we could not do for ourselves. Mm. And so those are the problems. I call it the pitch because they mm-hmm. read that at every meeting. Like, hey, here's what we're aiming for as yeah. far as results. That gives you like an outflow of what we're doing here to the program. Like yeah. these steps come with these results. That's right. Yeah. right. That's right. And and um, and the ninth step extravagant in particular. Promises? No, we don't think so. You know, these are not extravagant promises. We think we not. Think not. <laughs> and um, and we say that it's like a it's a it's a very culty thing. Yeah, <laughs> you know? it is. And, like uh, when you say it, it freaks me out. <laughs> <laughs> these good promises? Yeah. No, no, these are legit promises. And when we do the ninth step, when we start doing the amends, we really start experiencing this new freedom and this. Uh, yeah. You know this this uh, profound change in our attitude and, and outlook on yeah. life. That's halfway through the ninth step, so like that means you're not done when you feel this. You just start to yeah. That's just continue. It's, it's sort of the the tip of the iceberg. It's right. the tip of the iceberg. And it, I just know whenever I'm feeling good, I'm like, all right, I don't have to do any of this no more. You know. Yeah. Yeah. And but, we're in deep trouble. Yeah, but then that that it says that thought brings us to step ten. Continue. You know. First word. Continue. <laughs> yeah. Right. We're on maintenance now, yeah. right? So we've had Continue a to set right the, yeah. any new mistakes as we go along. Step nine so. is like really turbocharging that because 
like this is the step. What's amazing about step nine is that you're now face to face with your past and making amends for it. This is like, this is a big, big deal. Yeah. If you've gotten to the point where you're like, hey, I did this or that to you, or I owe you this money and you make an amends or you yeah. find out what the amends they want you to make is. Right. But that's the process. Yeah. Yeah. You, don't, you don't decide on the amends. They get to decide on the amends. And so if you do that, that's like uh that's like jet fuel on your on your spirituality. Yeah. Right? Cause you come out of that usually with fired your up. side of the fired up and yeah. your side of the street cleaned on something that's been dragging you down, whether for, you know it or not, for a long, yeah, long, long time. Absolutely. So if you cheated on your wife and you say, Hey, is there any way I can you have to say, Is there anything What can I do to make yeah. amends? Yeah. Yeah. What can I do to make it right? Yeah. Yeah. It has to be within reason, you know. So now, so now we have this spiritual like, awakening. Came, she came be like, all right, I need a million dollars, you know? And, and, and uh, that spiritual awakening hopefully is turbocharged by the, the ninth step. And, um, and now it's time to just keep that going. You know, I mean, we can't keep it at an 11. I like the aspect of 10 where it's continue to take personal inventory. And when we are wrong, promptly. I like the aspect of 10. This is where it would collide for me. Okay. From, from, from a a Christian worldview and a New Testament worldview for me. Um, that's a big component of faith and the, what we would call like the, theological words that we would refer to are things like justification, sanctification, glorification. So we would say um, that a, that a person in faith, they're not, they're not any more, they may not be any more moral, Right. Just because they're a person of faith doesn't mean they're more righteous or better or gooder or whatever word you want to put in there. Just right? more aware of it. They're more aware, which means then it's a it's it's the grind. You're into the grind work, which is, hey, I love the continue. Right? It's it's continue because just because now you are aware of your selfishness doesn't mean all your selfishness has gone away. Right. In fact, if you it, like the illustration Christians give all the time, it's like, well. Um, Will you become more sinful or less sinful or more immoral or, you know, less immoral? It depends on which dog you feed. That's what they always say, right? It's like, hey, you got two things going on. You got an old nature and you got a new nature. This new spiritual awakening's happened. And it depends on which one you're feeding. And that's a daily grind. And if yep. you start feeding that old nature, trust me, that that stuff will raise its ugly head again. Sure. You know it's coming I mean? back. Yep. Yeah. It's, it's, it's coming is. back. Yeah. And it, it, not just drugs. That's... You know, whether that's, it could be anything, you know, whatever pattern, whatever broke, There's pride, four, lust, right. gluttony, whatever it is, you right, know what I'm saying? Right, right, they right. sum it up to four, selfishness, dishonesty, resentment, and fear. So we continue out throughout their day to watch for those four things. Yeah. It sums it up. It's like, I like that. You know, that's strong. And then that would knock out so much. You, yeah, you yeah. That, that's, I mean, you're that's all, probably 90% of it. Oh, yeah. man. Like if Selfishness, dishonesty, resentment, and fear. Yeah. Right. Like that's if you 90%. could knock out that, like, so, but dude, we watch for you're killing it. What do you got left? Porn. Porn. <laughs> <laughs> so there's five actions in step 10, right? Right. So watch is one of them. Right. And then whenever they crop up, we, uh, we ask God, we pray, right. we ask God to remove it. We discuss that with another person. Right. Like so, like something uh, I I call Avi or I call whoever. I'm like, hey, yo, this is what happened. I was dishonest. Oh, yo, I was resentful. Whatever. Boom. Once I get that, uh, once I um do that, uh, I make amends. You know, promptly. Yeah. I'm like, I go and turn to, hey, this is what I I did. Um, like one of the things I did currently was like, uh, I didn't know I wasn't supposed to give out my social media at the shop. You know, so I. It was brought to my attention, so I went and made amends to the owner. I was like, and they didn't even know about it. I yeah. just like I told them, hey, because uh, I'm doing a promotion, um, I and I asked you guys if I could do the raffle. Part of the raffle is they had to like my post and share it. Yeah. So I gave a couple clients my my Instagram. Right. I didn't, and it was brought to my attention because of the contract. Boom. Yeah. Passion. So then I go and I uh, uh, I turn my attention to somebody I can help. Yeah, I like so that. How did it go? It, it was great. They were like, "Oh, yeah, we were going to talk to you uh, about the raffle thing, but we didn't. We didn't know you did that. I'm glad you guys you brought it up. And there's water on the bridge. We didn't. We're, we're not thinking that you're trying to steal from us. We yeah. understand that you didn't know. Yeah. So. I, I like that. I I, 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 t- I have this conversation constantly with people. Right. I love the power of amend. Like the second it comes out of your mouth, that apology is usually the start of an amend at some level. You're bringing awareness. Hey, listen. I screwed you. I screwed up. Even if you're not aware of it, I'm about to, about to apologize. It takes so much power 
out of that situation and that sense of like out of control. It's just like you just open your hands up, right? You're like, look, here, right? And then you just put it back. You can't control what they're going to do, but you're putting it back and, and you – I, I'm, so, I'm just so there's a, there's a lot of fear in, involved in making but it, that. But I think mental. the fear's all in the lead up. Yeah, it's, it, it's it's like once it's released, you're like, yeah, that's how I, I always feel. Like that's why the becoming um, becoming willing and making that amends is like, and then once you have the the relief, it's like you you experience all those promises because you're like, all the, all that weight, that pressure that you had yeah. before, it's just been released. Yeah, there's know? a catharsis to it. No I just doubt think about it's it. a beautiful thing because I think it puts the and, and it puts the it puts the burden really, it's, which is wild when you look at the personal dynamics of it. It puts the burden back on the offended, right? You know, it's funny too. The offended doesn't want that burden. No, so, so usually there's an, a forgiveness exactly. on the spot. They're like almost then incentivized to be like. Well, I don't want to have to deal with this burden either that you've been carrying. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you know I mean? And I don't know if they think about it mechanically that no, way. Like, but I, oh, I don't want this. But, but it's but, there. But usually, I would say nine times out of ten, the result is the person on the other side. You know, you've you've just you've just given something great. You know, like yeah. you've you've transferred something great because all they want for you usually is forgiveness, or mm-hmm. you know, they want to give you forgiveness and any amends that they really want to make that they really want you to make is a fantastic thing to make to them. Like yeah. everybody, it's a win-win for everybody. Everybody's winning. You know, everybody's winning in that situation. Like Axel said, there's yeah. a catharsis to it and it raises your spirit yeah. tremendously on that act. Yeah. You know? Don't get me wrong. I was like super fearful before I even told, told him that. I was like, it wasn't like I was willing. I had to do all of the, the whole process. Yeah. You know, I had to do the inventory. I had to, I'm like, man, and, and, and I'm like, Man, I just got this job, and then the other job. I know. I'm like, if if they go, they just they decide to say, hey. Um, yeah, but that's what we were talking about you, Sunday. I love that. It's like, yeah. are you gonna let fear control that situation? Yeah. Well, that's it, why do we, I have to get a certain outcome, or I'm just gonna do the right thing here. Yeah. So that's why that that and uh, that's why it all directly comes down to step one. But I, I even when you work the steps backwards, I'm like, uh, when you get down to two, I'm like, God is either everything or he's nothing. Right. So if God is everything, then what if, if he's my employer, then I go back up the scale. I'm like, if he's my employer, <laughs> then all of those things don't even matter. God's going to provide what I need as long as I keep close yeah. and performance works well. The inventory is there. All right, I messed up. All right, I did I discuss that? I discussed that. Yeah. You know, I, I asked God to remove the things in me, and I, I'm like, I became willing, yeah. and I made the amends, and then I... Throughout the day, continue to watch for dishonesty, resentment, and fear. Yeah, you know what step 10 is like? It's like four through nine. It's like making an inventory, it sharing is. it with another person, right. you know, working on become better people, and then make the amends for it. All of it condensed into one daily practice, like yeah. a mini, yeah. four through nine. Absolutely. And you I have this, yeah, I have this app. I was going to say it. There's this app, and I use it for my nightly inventory, but there's okay. also a spot check inventory, which is really related okay. to step 10. And there's four categories. is resentment. Fear, harm, and sex. And when you have a resentment, you go into this spot check inventory. You write who you're resentful at. What is the cause? It affects my, and you talk about the different parts of self that we learn. And then what's my side, what's my mistake? What's my mm-hmm. side of the street on it? You know, and then you share that with your sponsor and then you have an opportunity to work on that particular thing yeah. in a day or, you know, within days. There's also fear, harm, and sex. But I have such an amazing spiritual well, practice. Well, you know, it is. It's really cool. It's like Buddha level spiritual practice there. If if you can practice yeah. it, if you can do it on you a daily it. basis. But I love yeah. the I love the Have you read the Tao Te Ching? That's you know that's what I was I was talking about Mike a, a couple of uh, weeks ago. I think it was our last podcast and I was like, "Look, I bet all of this stuff is in the other big big book." It is. You know, and even the older one. Yeah, but I love how you big, guys big, have big codified it. It's just so it's so accessible. It's yes. so easy. It's a it's program. So accessible. It's like a program for yeah. idiots like yeah. me, you know? Yeah, I love it. You know, spirituality for dummies. No, like, I love it. I think it's You really know why good. it's the program, right? Because either way, we're we're programmed like we are programmed to do all of these things. Like even in like the the, the who who talked with the the first AI robot and it was like, mm-hmm. what is the difference between humanity and, and AI? And they were like, AI was like, you guys are just like us. We have you have certain programs and we can with your certain certain algorithms. We can like who knows to wave whenever you say hi. Like that, we have been conditioned. All of those actions that we have, we're conditioned. We're programmed to be the way we are. Mm-hmm. And this is. Taking us and we're reprogramming ourselves, mm-hmm. our reprograms our whole lives, our I attitudes and actions. I love it. You know, good stuff. like people, uh, I remember talking about uh, 
a people saying that AA is like, oh, they brainwash you. I'm like, my brain needed to be washed. Like, yeah, <laughs> it was so damn dirty. <laughs> you ever had a sponsor tell you though, like, hey, I think you should hold off on talking about that one. I think that would hurt somebody. On talking about what? Anything. And making an amend. amends. So my sponsor, he, he's Albert. Like he, um, mm-hmm. he's very keen on n- not being my manager. So yeah. he, he's like, look, I don't know, I don't even know how to manage my own life. So I'm not going to tell you to do anything. That's Albert's answer. Albert's a very laid back, yeah. laying off type sponsor. Some sponsors though get really a little involved. more involved. A lot so more involved. they get involved because they they want to like. It's kind of like the being the wife. I want you to do this so you can well, get. Well, not always, not always. You know, it's not always, but it could but be. I see what you're saying. Be, it could yeah, be weird. Yeah, could somebody be. like my my sponsees want me to be like. I need you to be strict. You seem like you'd be strict. I'm like, no, I'm strict on myself because of the big book, and I'm a crackhead, bro. Like, without this, I know what I I know from my my own experience what I'm gonna do if I don't do this. You ever had you ever had that though? You ever had a sponsor be like, hey man, I think you should pause on this one. Um, I never just, uh, ran with the ball and said, I'm going to make this amends. You know, that's, that's not, you, you know, go slow. Uh, you know, uh, he's going to be deciding when I did my fourth step and then my fifth step, mm. you know, I'm, I'm waiting for him to tell me which one of these, <laughs> which one of these things are going to be, uh, turning into amends. Okay. You know what I mean? Cause I mean, like some of them, some of them just don't rise to the level of an amends. Right. Um, but like for example, mom, those are big ones. Yeah. You know, like our families. I remember you talking you know, about that? That's the people cool. who are going to stay in our lives always. Those people are certainly on those the top the of the t- list. Got to be the toughest ones. Too. Some things are gotta like, be. Yeah, gotta be. What goes I wish I could tell the... you they are because I haven't made amends to my mom yet. Yeah, you know, I'm still praying. Well, my the direction that I've gotten from my sponsor recently is like, all right, listen, this is definitely the biggest resentment of my life. Mm. biggest one and I don't even know if I'm ready to make an amends I can't even see myself I can't conceive of me sitting down and making an amends and it will do any difference as a matter of fact I don't want to make an amends so I'm still very much in resentment <laughs> I don't want to I'm very it. much in resentment but that's, his, a, hey, that's a step that's an awareness right yeah, like that's you gotta exa- get yep, willing and yep. you're not willing yet that's right and so what we're trying to do is get to a point yeah. of willingness so I know it's messing me up right I know it's messing me up and yet I don't want to do it anyway I don't mm. want to do it anyway I'm so angry and, um, it may take a year. It may take seven. And his his prescription was his prescription was, and it, it's it's not a mystery. It comes from the book. His prescription is to pray for her as though we would pray for a sick friend. Yeah. You know, we have a specific prayer, and to do that on a daily basis, and then get with him again in two weeks, get with yeah. him again in four weeks. You know, and see where we are with that. So how's it coming? Um, <laughs> I want to say that um, if if the if the anger or the resentment was at eleven. Maybe it's at like a nine and a half now. Yeah. But, what, but what I'm, those doing, the, close I'm doing close familiar relationships have, are tough, man. They're yeah. Just, yeah. So the much. ones that you uh, you had to, the, the reoccurring of resentments, right? They're, yeah. Well, that one is, right. That yeah. one is every time I visit my parents. Every time. The yeah. resentment is like, bomb, it's yeah. back. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's kind of hard to dodge. Does your wife get along with your mom? Yeah, I think a lot of people get along with my mom. I think everybody gets along with my mom. As a matter of fact, everyone's like, "Yeah, hey, your mom's great. You know, your mom is great. You know what I mean? And now I'm like, you know. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. For me, you know, like, it, you it's not so great for me. It's not yeah. so great for me and it's not so great for my dad. You know, but, you know, listen. Are you an only child? No, no, no. I have two older sisters. They agree with me. I mean, they have yeah. the same. They have the same uh, idea of yeah, same hangups and the same issues with my mom. And so, if you talk to them, they would probably also be in agreement that they'd uh, be like, "Look, we get it." Yeah, yeah. And you'd ask my dad too. But if you meet my mom, it's you know, she's a charming woman. She's yeah. charming. She's funny. She's nice. But live with her. You know, live with her for your entire childhood mm. and have her make decisions on your behalf because she's your mother. And, and then it's a different story. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's tough. Yeah. Yeah. It yeah is as tough. a matter of fact, I'm going to tell you just a, a quick yeah. little anecdote that every time I'm like deep in character defect, like I'm controlling, mm-hmm. right? This is my mom's biggest thing. Mm-hmm. She's not even aware of it. Mm-hmm. But like when I lose myself and I'm in a total trying to control people around me, but this is especially my wife and my son. So my son, he's uh, got a terrible palate. He only eats like, you know. Uh, chicken like, nuggets like, yeah, and chicken, hot dogs. Exactly. And he's 14. You know? <laughs> yeah. At this point, you got to open it up a little bit. You Bro, know? eat a vegetable. And so, you know, if I'm eating something, I'm like, hey, come here, taste this, taste this. Yeah. You know, he's like, I don't want to taste it. Come on, taste it. I'll grab his head and I will yeah. like, you know, and that is, that is me 
becoming my mother. You know, that's yeah. that's my mother's instinct yeah. that that she's given me for controlling situations or when we, when I hang out with people and I nobody gets to talk because I'm just talking and talking yeah. and talking. I'm I'm talking shut up. Yeah. That's my mother. And there is a uh, there's a safe word. My wife she and you my the son, they have a safe they'll word? say, yeah, they'll say, they'll say my mom's name. They'll say Leah. Oh man, that, that's the same. I suddenly same recognize. Word. I suddenly. It's listen. You're like I'm overstepped. Like, like it stops me in my tracks because I think of my mother and how much you know how much I despise some of her behaviors. I'm like, right. oh my god, I'm probably acting like her, and I stop. You know, I stop yeah. right there on the on the spot because I'm thinking of my mother. Yeah. You know? But anyway, so, you, we're getting you know, way you, deep in my head. I think that's a real story with like real teeth to it that I think a lot of people listen are like, when you hear about amends theoretically, it's one thing. When you start putting feet to like making a, a real amend, that's hard to do. Yeah. yeah, there's a big difference between the amends for the people that are still in our lives and the people who were maybe in our past. So, you know. Yeah, you had a one-time encounter with or one-time something. One-time encounter or you that's, were in that's my, a, you know. That would look so much easier than that, yeah, what you're if describing. I, if I stole $1,000 from you and I'm coming to make amends. You would love to pay. You would love to do yeah, that. Yeah, that's, that's a great amends Yeah, it would be, like, be like, I'll do that 100 times over before I deal with yeah. this mess. Yeah. yeah. You know what I think they should, like, sell at the meetings? Like, we should always, that's why I was talking about taking the 10-step amends and like reading that instead of the nine step because i'm like being happy and having a new freedom and happiness is great how do i stop doing what i've always done it's like ruining my life and like going back to the drugs and alcohol so like this the 10 step promises it says we have ceased fighting anything or anyone even alcohol for by this time sanity will have returned we will seldom be interested in liquor if tempted we recoil from it as from a hot flame we react sanely and normally we find that this has happened automatically. We will see that our new attitude toward liquor has been given us without any thought or effort on our part. It just comes. That is the miracle of it. We are not fighting it, neither are we avoiding temptation. We feel as though we had been placed in a position of neutrality, safe and protected. We have not even sworn off. Instead, the problem has been removed. It does not exist for us. We are neither cocky nor we are afraid. That is our experience. That is how we react so long as we keep in, uh, uh, in fit spiritual condition. And like when if I heard that in me, I'm like, man, I want that. Yeah. yeah and that I'm like, real appealing. I'm like, I don't have to like think about not using. Yeah. Like that's the whole problem is like I'm always constantly thinking about You're it. You're trying. I want to yeah, stop try, trying. Yeah. I want to start living. I, I used to think that like coming into a, to a religious um, building or I had to – be a certain, you know. Yeah. I never. I don't know even. I don't even know if you remember this. Um, like back when I uh when I first started coming yeah. here, um, I was still smoking cigarettes, right? And then I saw you at the Seven Eleven. I don't know if you remember that. I went and bought some cigarettes, and then like you walked into the store, I was like, oh, he can't see. <laughs> <laughs> you can't see Pastor Mike I got I got Pastor Mike I yeah. would care if you were buying your sweet we'll tell sweets. this guy our prison <laughs> stories no, no, but I'm talking about this stories. is when I first it was like after like the first couple of times I've been here you know yeah. like and I, and I saw you at the seven when I was buying some cigarettes I was like I don't want him to see me bro that's the story of my human. life are you, you know kidding I mean? every time I see somebody at the supermarket and they got liquor they're, so they're like hiding it they're like hey how you doing <laughs> like yeah, having it behind their back what happens though um, you know you ever known somebody that's honestly gone through these steps, made it made it to step ten, had an honest run, and then uh, relapsed? You know that that uh, situation it happens a lot. Yeah, I know people like who like um, who was out in here before Brad. Yeah, he had five years. Yeah, I was but gonna- the thing is, is you don't continue. So like you can get through ten, eleven, and twelve, start sponsoring. And then something happens, you stop. You know, it's like little it's that inventory, minute, that, that, yeah, that, that daily work minute, and that, small, that other work. Yeah. Little details. That's why I was telling you about like um, certain little resentments. Like you, you were like, oh, the, my little thing towards Desmond's ink um make me relapse, or I'm not. I'm like. Well, you, you just gotta. Thanks for letting the entire world know about that resentment. By the way, I asked you to oh, stop, yeah, yeah. but you, you know, <laughs> like like the, everyone. Like, thanks the, again. The resentment that you had towards me. The, the, 
Thank you for throwing me right under the bus. Right. Once again, it's like the fifth time in two weeks Axel's, Axel's done this. <laughs> the fifth time. Yeah. 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 But, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but I was going to say when, when that happens, it's baffling to me and it's kind of scary because, yeah. um, because, you know, I've only been sober for a year and three, four months, you know, yeah. somewhere between yeah. year and three months and four months. And uh, I am so enamored by this program. You know, it's given me a new life and it's given me, you know, two two amazing miracles. The first one is that the drink problem has been removed. The drink right. problem has been removed. I don't think about it anymore. Yeah. And if you knew how much time I thought about it on a daily basis. It would be crazy. You know, it, yeah. it's, it, it was, I was in insanity to now being sane and not, not thinking yeah. about it. That's amazing. That's miracle number one. But miracle number two is 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 like becoming a believer. Yeah, that's the craziest of all. Like yeah. me, if you would have talked to me a few years ago, you would have been like, "This guy's going to hell in a handbasket, for sure." And you know, now I know it's not just like yeah. I think. I know yeah. that there's a higher power. I know that yeah. that all of this is happening exactly the way it's supposed to be at all times. Yeah. I love it. And um, and so when someone fails at the program, that when I talk to them. And I know that they have had the same spiritual experience. Mm. You know, it, it's uh, disconcerting to me, yeah. you know. It, it puts me in a state of like, how does that happen? Yeah. How does that happen, you know? Yeah. It's, uh, it's uh, kind of like, um, you know, like the, our lighthouse, right? Does, that's why I like um, having that, uh, a little analogies of like picturing, like having a lighthouse go around. And like, you know, it's for those sea, the, the ships that are lost at sea, right? To bring them back to shore. So now that we have, gotten back to shore as recovered alcoholics or drug addicts we have a lighthouse now right we had to go back out and we got to start shining that that light and like keep that light strong so the ships can make it back right and then what happens when that light starts to dim out and starts to die we gotta relight we gotta change that light bulb out and that's what we do in the the continuing right we continue to do the maintenance of that light bulb that that Spiritual awakening, whatever the, that shining armor that God wants to shine through me, I gotta be translucent. I gotta be able to, whenever the world where the the world comes, I gotta wear it like a what? Like a loose garment. I I like I think that's what's so engaging about step ten because I've been reading it and getting ready for this this next week and we're covering this in in services. I think that what's so powerful about that first word about the idea of step 10 when you look at it as a theme is this work never ends, man. This is a grind. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That if, if you think you can, you can go through these steps once, have this spiritual experience and then live off the shadow of that experience from the past and not be active in your, your spiritual formation and depth of connection. Like, that's why you're, 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 that's a faulty belief. That's for why us, the, for that's us, why that the fridge, dead meat. Yeah. yeah, that's why the fridge thing is so accurate with yeah. the whole thing. Because like, if you're, you're gonna open it up every day, every uh, what the hell's like, rotten in here. Yeah, what's rotten in here? Yeah, I need to. I gotta refill that fridge with yeah. fresh food. What, yeah. what the book says is daily that we, bread. We get yeah. a, a daily reprieve from our addiction from yeah. alcohol. We get a daily reprieve, and it's contingent upon the maintenance of our spiritual condition. Yeah, you know, and we get a daily reprieve from alcohol. But more importantly, we get to maintain this spiritual awakening, which is just amazing to know that it can keep going. Yeah. You know what I mean? That it doesn't fade. And the way we maintain it, the way we keep our spiritual condition fit is through first 10 and then 11 and then especially 12, which is like the turbocharge yeah. of maintenance. Certainly. You know, I hate to be the meathead, yeah. like the no, resident meathead, right. always get... the working out analogies. Yeah. But, you know, you, you reach a certain point where you may be in great shape, whatever that means for okay. that person, you know. And you you might not be able to or you might not need to anymore diet the way you did because you got to that right weight or work out as hard. But you do need to go every day and you need to, you need to get your reps in. Yeah. And in the, same, in the same light here in this program, you got to get your spiritual reps in right. on a daily basis because right. it's a daily reprieve, yeah. not a weekly reprieve. It would be nice – if we did this podcast and I have this great feeling, this great spiritual feeling, and that it would last a week yeah. where I'm like, I don't want to think. But the truth is, if I stop doing stuff like this, going to meetings, yeah. helping others, prayer meditation, continued inventory, if I stop doing that, I think within, in my personal right. experience, within days, the thought of drinking or drugging will come back. 
as a, you know, that would be really nice. I know it's crazy to even think that. And I'm thinking to myself now in yeah. my head, I know it's even crazy to think that, but man, that would be nice. That would yeah. be nice. And so and then those thoughts will just keep on going and going until until that day where I get high again. Yeah. Yeah. That's why it says it's easy to let up on a spiritual program of action and rest on our laurels. Our laurels are past ex- accomplishments. Right. You know. Yeah. I agree. Well, that's about as far as we can go for today. That was heavy. Was it? I think so. Okay. I think there I think there's a lot of people looking listening to this and they're thinking I think Okay, so like in this is interesting. So like when Jesus comes and he starts calling people, like that's called a calling. Like when he starts inviting people in to following him. It's funny because he always calls them or they're they're referred to as disciples, which just means learner. Right? That's what the word means. But like the idea is not that they learn something and then got degreed. It's like come and you're gonna this is lifelong. Right. It never ends. You gotta continue to be a learner, like what you guys are doing. You know what I'm saying? Continuing to develop, continuing to look at your inventory, continuing to think about your ways, your own brokenness, your own selfishness, how to expose that, how to deal with it. Like it's a never ending process. And I think for most people of faith, like I think for a lot of people of faith, think about it. I know I have plenty of Catholic friends who you're like, hey, are, are you a person of faith? Yes. What are you? Catholic. Oh, cool. When's the last time you've been in church? I don't know. When I was a kid. Do you have a Bible? No. But they're living off of the shadow of faith of somebody else, yeah. right? But they're not truly a person of faith. Right. They just are culturally. Right. right. You totally. probably know Jews like that, right? It's like, Most of the yeah. Jews I know are like that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But nobody's actively... Like, if you're a disciple uh, and uh, take out the idea of even the New Testament, if you're a disciple, you're a learner, you're daily growing in your f- connection to the divine. Right? right. You know what I'm saying? Yep. That's a different deal. Totally different. Yeah. Totally That's different. That's not religion. Which That's is a relationship. Why when people talk to me yeah. about m- their religion, yeah. I usually, my initial <laughs> feeling is cynicism. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My initial is like, ah, you know, I know what you're going to say. Yeah, yeah. You know, or I know, like, you know, especially with Jews because there are so many uh, rituals yeah. in Judaism. Yeah. And so, you know, how many times people are like, no, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm a That's believer. Right. Yeah. I did this in the morning and I did this a half hour later and then I prayed when I washed my hands yeah. and this and that. But then in speaking to them, you realize there's no conscious contact yeah. with the eyebrow. Their empty rituals is yeah. what they're doing. There's no meaning in those rituals for 100%. them. You know, and, and most and people what, ain't even doing that. And most people aren't even doing that. That's they're right. Just scrolling through TikTok. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Which is why it's so cool when yeah. you actually meet somebody and they you get the conversation going about spirituality and you see that, hey, yeah. these people are spiritually minded yeah. and they're using religion to do that. Like when we talk yeah. to you, yeah. for example, yeah. right? So yeah. what you talk about Christianity and you talk about the spiritual connection first and foremost, yeah. the conscious contact with God is your primary thing and the religion is just the vehicle by which you get there, yeah. right? That's what's really, really cool. No, I agree. And I think that a lot for a lot of people, even people listening to this, it'll be a challenge, right? Because I think there's this temptation to just have had an experience or have had a decision or have had a moment of faith or to had a religious experience and think that is spirituality. Yeah. And it is not. And it's just a matter of time till that exposes itself in some cycle of brokenness or pain or problem in your life. And then you realize, oh, there is nothing there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. That's it right. says, it literally says right here, our next function is to grow in understanding and effectiveness. This is not an overnight matter. It should continue for our lifetime. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I agree. That's a, that's a, somebody's, somebody's listening to that going, okay, that's a wake up call. Yeah. Continue for our lifetime. But you know, we find meaning in the Not actual like the work. Episode on lifetime, work, but 100%. You know, lifetime. When we get into the spiritual work and we learn to love the spiritual work, then not only is the byproduct a continued spiritual awakening and experience. You still want to. You continue yeah. to want but, to. But yeah, yeah. The, you find meaning in the actual work itself. Yeah. You know, by the way, I will, I'll end with this. And yeah. You can end with yeah. It. I had a sponsor. He goes, you know, you know what the most spiritual body, but the most spiritual part of your body is? And I was like, you know, like everyone says the same thing. Your heart, yeah. your mind. Yeah. You know, he says, no, your feet, you know, it's yeah. all about the action, the daily action and the grind. I like that. Yeah. To have your spiritual experience and That's continue good. it on a daily basis. Yeah. No, it's good. Yeah, it's good. All right, guys. That's as far as we go for tonight. Thank you. Love you. Being all right, it. We love See you, you back. Yeah. That's good stuff.